You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Detroit Uncensored. All things Detroit. Real talk. No holding back. No holds barred. She is. And then I'll ask him to. Well, welcome to Detroit Uncensored, where you're going to hear the real true talk with no holding back. Today, we have a very close friend of mine, Geneva Peters, and she is a part of Family American Project. She's going to tell us about that. And we also have a very special guest by the name of Maria Todd, and she is in charge and handles America's values. Now, Maria, where are you located? I noticed we have you on Zoom. I was just curious. Yes, we are located in Florida. Awesome. Located Miami in Florida. Miami Lakes? And it's American Values. That's a true channel. Yep, yep, yep. Awesome. Okay. Well, I was Thanks just curious. Yeah, Lana, go ahead and take over if you like. So, Geneva, why don't you tell us about um, your American, uh, your family American project? So, uh, thank you so much for having me. Uh, love Thanks. you, Landa. And it is uh, a Family America project started out of a need to connect and unite all the different groups. So we have so many amazing groups, but no one was actually uniting them to where you could have really maximum impact. So we don't consider ourselves a group. We consider ourselves actually an organi- organi- organizational arm of the groups, and it's a nation nationwide. We have we're in about eleven states right now, and we're growing rapidly. Awesome, yes. that's great. And she's also a great patriot. She puts herself out there on the front lines, like I do. And you know, uh, we've been uh, had Antifa and Black Lives Matter harass us, and in DC, and she does a lot of guest speaking across the United States. So. I'm very happy, and I love you too, and I'm so excited that you're here with us today. I think that's awesome you want to do that. That's something that uh, I, I would really love to join uh, you guys with. Yeah. yeah. I, I, would, I would love to speak speak to Republican values and conservative values. Um, so I, th- I think that's awesome. You guys are just, just complete activists, and, and you really want to make a change in this world. And uh, I'm 35, and, and I'm just getting into it, but you guys have been doing it a long time. So, So thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. So, Maria, Todd, why don't you tell us um, about your um, station and what you do? Sure. The True Channel is the grassroots channel, um, and my show is American Values with Maria Todd on the True Channel. And what we do is we're wanting to uphold the Judeo-Christian values of this wonderful, wonderful nation, our United States. And and my Genevieve, uh, we're wanting to promote all of the the wholesome values, the things that make America great. And we are here mainly for the people, by the people. We want to make sure that, every, you know, the people's stories are heard. The, and we're not fake news, which is the big component. Yeah, that's awesome. News. We're wanting to make sure that the people have a voice. That's something that we take very seriously, too. Um, so we always say, this is what the media will tell you, and this is what, what's really going on. We, we we don't want fake news here. We want people to make uh, good, educated decisions. I know that's a big thing for Londa, and I'm sure that is for you too. I mean, unless you're a far leftist, I mean, uh, you know, who wants to listen to fake news? Right, right. We all want to hear the truth. So, amen. That's right. So, Genevieve, where's your next uh, venture take you? 
Well, okay. So as you know, uh, I had decided after I had listened to all of America's Frontline Doctors, all of their um, videos that were completely scrubbed off of the internet. They wanted yeah. to silence the Censored. Truth. Total censored. I said, that's it. You know, I am going across country. Driving across country from California because I refuse to wear a mask on an airplane and I am going to drive to Washington DC to demand our senators and our congressmen put pressure on the FDA to allow doctors to have access to the drug hydroxychloroquine, which has been proven yep. to successfully treat COVID. We no longer in America need to live in fear. There is a cure. It's called hydroxychloroquine and along with zinc and a Z-pack, which is erythromycin, yep. a antibiotic, it is 100% successful. Not me, doctors from around the country continually talking about this drug. Yes. And, you know, I, I don't get that. Even in Michigan, um, I think I told you on the way out, out here that um, – we it, Beaumont Hospital is allowing uh, one dose, a loading dose of hydrochloroquine treatment, and that's it. That's not enough. That doesn't make sense. Oh, it's not enough. Especially when you have that's a lot crazy. of Democratic people saying, like, thank you, Trump, for giving us, allowing us to have the opportunity to use this. Uh, it may not be the end-all, be-all, but if you get it early enough, uh, my sister's a cardiac anesthesiologist. She, she does heart-to-heart and lung transplants. And uh, at the beginning of this, she told me, there's so much of it we didn't know, and so like you know, we, we we blame the governor for a lot of things. We blame the president for a lot of things. I myself kind of just sat back and watched. You know, I don't blame the president for a lot of things. I don't blame the president for anything. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't blame. I, I honestly don't blame governor governor Witch, uh, Whitmer. I do. I blame her for a lot of things. But I, for her initial response, I blame her for um, her. Executive orders and um, abuse of power. Oh yeah, because not. I mean, if we if we were in that position, how 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 much better could we have really done? Well, let me just tell. I'd you. like to think I could be amazing, but I, I don't know how good I could have done. Well, in March, you know, I, I would go for that. You know, the March, the first couple of weeks, fine. You know, we didn't really know what we were dealing with. But the truth of the matter is COVID isn't new. It has yep. actually been around. Yep. It COVID-19. is just another, yep. yes, it's just another form of COVID SARS, which in 2005, the National Institute of Health did a paper when Dr. Fauci was still the director. So he knew about it and actually stated that yep. for SARS COVID, that hydroxychloroquine was a successful treatment. And now we have not even 15 years later saying, oh, now we have to ban hydroxychloroquine for COVID, which is exactly the same thing as they talked about in 2005. So it's BS. No, I'm saying for COVID. For, for COVID, but it's safe. If, if it's safe, if it's safe for other, uh, uh, oh yeah, was, other ones, it, it's safe for COVID. Exactly, it's been used for over sixty years for malaria. Correct. So Correct. I mean, and it, the problem is because big pharma doesn't have their hands in it, and getting a piece of the chunk of the pie financially that they they're controlling it. I, it what amazes me is the power, the power that the big pharma has in the United States. Yes, and and I pray to God. When Trump gets reelected and we have control of the House and the Senate, that we can, you know, actually do something about Amen. them, take them out. 
Amen. Amen. Well, so that's the, the situation, right? Hydroxychloroquine lost its patent, which means no pharmaceutical company can actually control that drug. There's 10 co- companies that have been given the ability to manufacture hydroxychloroquine, which means it's pennies on the dollar. It's very cheap. Yep. In most countries, it's actually an over-the-counter drug. It's safer than aspirin. It's been around, like you said, for over 65 years. They've used it. We used it back in... We used it back in the war a hundred years ago, okay, as quinine. And over the years, they continually made it safer, safer, safer. So hydroxychloroquine is the safest version of quinine. Okay. Yeah. Just, you know, I passed her a note that we were able to share um, this live feed on multiple sites. So I shared it to my five people. Lana will probably share yours. If you'd like to share it, um, that's fine too. So we can get a bigger audience. Excellent. So yes. I just didn't want you to think I was being rude. Yeah, no, no problem. <laughs> so, so, um, so, no, definitely. And I actually have friends and family members that are doctors and nurses in the medical field, and they have, they have been using hydroxychloroquine. They have used it with their patients, and it, you know, and it has helped. Uh, so, all of a sudden, uh, with yeah. the pandemic, uh, you know, type situation that we have going on, they have no longer been able to use, utilize it. It's, it's in, it's wow. literally not available to these doctors as it usually is. So you, you kind of wonder, you know, it's definitely a political point more than anything because you think of all the individuals that have been using hydroxychloroquine for other ailments, for other things, and they were actually benefiting from it all of a sudden they're not able to get their medication as usual it's crazy it is it it really is well it's because the fda actually took away the emergency authorization so when it originally started the covid19 they had uh, an emergency authorization to allow doctors to use it was called off-label, which means it was originally made for malaria yeah. and they were able to use it for COVID. Then two actual research papers came out in very reputable publications, the Lancet and the uh, American or the British uh, um, Western Journal of Medicine. Anyway, both of them. Two different reports saying that there was heart arrhythmia. There was a problem with the heart with the use of hydroxychloroquine. Five independent researchers dug deep into these studies and found out that it was complete bogus. They could not produce any of the data points. They could not produce where the funding came. They had a company that they looked up and it was a shell company. Wow. Both of the publications had to withdraw. They had to retract these articles and they had to apologize and the FDA still will not release hydroxychloroquine to doctors for COVID. And that's why I say contact your senators, contact your congressmen, and force the FDA to actually do the right thing. This is crimes against humanity. I think you made a good point. I wonder if the president knows about that. Write your congressman. Well, the president call- was taking oh, the hydroxychloroquine for a time. Yeah, yeah I remember that. And we had a lot of de- Democratic, um, Democratic uh, state legislators and congressmen here in Michigan who aren't necessarily Trump supporters that took it, and they said, Trump saved my life. And then they were banned from the Democratic Party. Exactly. Yeah. So something's going on here, okay? Yeah. There's something going on. The uh, Gilead is the one that is making the competition, 
and for hydroxychloroquine, and they have a patent on it, so they make yeah. a ton of money off of it. In addition, they are set to make billions off of this vaccine. Yeah. So if they cure it with hydroxychloroquine, zinc, and a Z-pack, then there's no need for a vaccine. And that's like, there'll be an uprising it, it, if they try to force us to take these vaccines. I'm not taking because it. I am not taking it, I, and I know a lot of people that aren't going to take that. I will no. not take a mandatory vaccine. No. There's no reason for no. it, but that's what I'm saying. No, it's if, all about big pharma money. If my sister who's a doctor that says, hey, you know, I think this is what's best for you and your family, I, I'll do it. But uh, I'm not going to trust Dr. Fossey or I'm not going to trust Lindsey Graham. I'm not going to trust uh, Jerry Grassley and those guys to tell me that I need to take that stuff. What were you going to no, say, Donna? Oxychloroquine is also so much less cost. Oh, I mean, it's, it's cost effective. Yeah, isn't it like so, 32 cents a dose? Like roughly 30 Twelve cents a dose, and then the the new one is like one hundred and twenty dollars. Well, here's the other thing that they found. So they researched all of the when we, when this first came out. Remember, we were I know I was panicked about all the countries in Africa um, being basically decimated with this virus because of the living conditions and the you know bacteria and you know viruses and all of that. And when they did a deep dive into the countries that had malaria that actually use hydroxychloroquine as a prophylactic, which means preventative, they found that our countries, Italy, Spain, the United States, had approximately four to 600 deaths per million. Yet in these countries with high incident of malaria, they found those countries, because they're using hydroxychloroquine, they're almost negligible. I mean, one to two Per million and deaths, we're, and we're a totally different company. We a country. We are not, and like like Sweden is. I would say Canada is a benevolent country. We have so many different ethnic groups: Mexican Americans, Black Americans, that do things on their own that uh, aren't necessarily f- for the greater group of the collective. And I'm not saying crime. I'm just saying we just do stuff. We go out and we do stuff. You know, they go they they go out where everybody else stays in. You know, like I saw a stat that Michigan was one of the few states that actually stayed in and helped turn the turn the curve around. But then people went on spring break in Florida, and so with our freedom that we have here, we kind of perpetuated the spread of this for a little bit longer than it should have been. Well, that's if you believe the numbers, and I don't. I, yeah, I don't believe. I don't that. believe the I'm numbers. Not, I'm not a big fan of the numbers either because um, my sister has told me oh, I shouldn't say that she's going to kill me. <laughs> uh, some of her doctor friends have said motorcycle accidents have been considered COVID. She's known people that have gone in for COVID testing that walked out of line, came back with COVID testing. Exactly. Um, you know, it was first. It was yeah. the, first. It was the if it, you you know this first. It was let's let's just uh, you know. Um, um, was it called like sit, cover the curve? When I'm flatten the curve. Flatten, flatten the, the curve. Flatten the curve, right? Then it was okay. What's the next step? And the next step? And the next step? And the next step? And now we're five months into it, and now they're wondering why people like me, Larry Parsons, Mike Demmer aren't going to ban on gun rights whatsoever. Right. I know. I know. We went to a different subject, but we said, "Hey, we'll give you guys a chance. We'll flatten the curve. We'll listen to you. We'll trust you. Yep. We might disagree with you, but you hoodwinked us." 
Totally hoodwinked. And that's exactly why we need to just absolutely start living our lives, burn those masks. There's absolutely zero evidence that any of it is effective, the masks. And certainly if you're wearing plastic gloves, you're actually contaminating everything you touch because you're not washing the gloves. You're touching everything and then you're washing your hands. The best thing you can do is use, uh, you know, lather up with soap and water. Sun kills the virus. I mean, there's so many things that are absolutely common sense. And the truth of the matter is, is if you've got a compromised immune system or you've got something that keeps you um, basically unhealthy, yes, you need to protect yourself. Yeah. Yeah. But even common during, sense. Totally. They, I mean, we shouldn't have to have changed our lives, our whole world, everything that we do, because, I mean, this is a it's a flu. It's a seasonal thing. And they're making it out. It's all about the election. And what, you know, I, it, I have a bachelor's about, in nursing. This is about the election. I, yeah. It's 100%. I have a bachelor's in nursing. So I have a, you know, an extensive background in medical and science. And to me, those masks is like wearing a wet diaper. And, you know, w- because it becomes moist when you, you know, exhale and stuff. So what happens when you have exhale, you're getting rid of, you know, things that your body is experiencing out, right? So you got bacteria, you have virus, you have CO2, and what that does, it creates a breeding ground for these to become more stronger and virtuant, and that's when you can really get sick. And, and, and then you can get, then you can like get um, hypoxia, yeah. you can get um, carbon dioxide poisoning, you can get re- respiratory acidosis. I could go on and on. So it's kind of like, it's, it's, that's the last thing you should have on your face. I'm so, sorry, so what'd right. you say? So I'm going to well, get you. Would also think, go ahead, go ahead, you Maria. Would also think that, you know, if a person is ill, you know, obviously they would want to stay at home. They yeah. want to take preventative measures. Yeah, take, However, this is more like house arrest for healthy individuals. It's forced isolation. You're not allowed to go to work. The businesses are shut down. It's more like a bankruptcy for, attempt on these. It's, it's you know, forced isolation. So quarantine is for verified sick. What we're doing now is forced isolation. Right. People aren't and, sick. And that in itself, I mean, that's detrimental mentally, emotionally. You know, some individuals are have been known to suffer depression. Yeah. Um, you know, and, yeah. and needless to say, you have big companies such as Walmart and Publix and, and they make- can go on and on with the big yep. big businesses that are still open and yet the small business owners are being made to shut down. Yep. You yep. want to hear something really out there? My mom has end stage COPD and she has she's on oxygen. She wow. knows that this is all about the election and she is going out during this whole process, maybe the first month and a half, she kind of stayed home. But she knows this is not what they say it is, how they're, you know, creating this fear factor. And she goes, I'm not going to sit home. I'm going to live my life. And she's not letting it control her. Amen. Amen. Because- I, I, you know, and it kind of scares me a little bit because she is so compromised, you know. But, you know, she's got God in her life and you believe in what's right. And if it's her time, it's her time. Well, just think about well, all of the precautionary measures, washing your hands all the time, yeah. you know, yeah. keeping hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer on you, wiping things down. It's not rocket science. And like Genevieve mentioned, this is similar to the SARS. This is similar to all these other viruses. There have been, you know, all these other viruses where many other people died, you know, sadly. However, when have you ever seen the entire 
world shut down because of yeah. something like when it. they needed to reelect uh, to get rid of Trump. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I read an article the other day: a gross domestic product dropped thirty-two percent over the last three months. That's that's the worst since the Great Depression. Well, I mean, I think Maria brings up a good point, and that's the frustration that I have as well, is big tech has way too much power and way too much control over what we do as a – not only as a nation but as a world. I mean, they were literally able to shut down an entire universe in mere hours. I have a friend that her husband worked for a pharmaceutical company. Now listen to this. Something that – it cost here, like say cancer medication, right? Um, it could say say it's ten thousand dollars. It could be sold. It would be sold because the market allows it. But in India and other parts of the world, it might be like three dollars or something, like pennies, you know. Yes. And so, it's like, are you kidding me? So, so Londa knows my previous career, and she knows that I have seen the inside of the machine. That's that's about as far as I like to go. I don't like to to brag about. Because I'm, I'm not an Alyssa Slotkin. Does that make sense? I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going to say I serve three tours when she never serves three tours. But long story short, I've seen inside of the cog. And um, where was I going with this? Um, We're talking about uh, Facebook and having way too much power. Yep. 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 So um, there. Can you repeat that again? Big tech. Where big tech big has te- too much tech power. Having, shut down big, the world. Big tech is having th- too much power. Our legislators are way too old, okay? So that's the reason that I, if, uh, if, if this show is going to take off, if Mike Detmer doesn't run for in the congressional eighth and I can't get a good position in his campaign, I'm running um, because we cannot keep up with – our legislation cannot keep up with technology. We need to break them up because Jack Dorsey can't censor us. Mark, Mark Zuckerberg cannot censor us. Right, you can't. Right. You can't. You. Amen. We. You can't. You can't. There's a guy in London. London Real. Brian Rose. He's from America. He just. He just listens to people. He interviews and listens. He doesn't pick sides, and they ban him. Right. As Americans, I mean, Americans are the only people in the world that have protected free speech. Yes. Uh, we need to be able. We to, thought we did. <laughs> no, we have we have protected free speech. No, no one can take that away from us. In Canada, you, they have conspe- con- compelled speech where you have to say. Oh, I know that, but we're still being censored. So yeah, yeah. to me, it's like we're, it's not total free speech being, if you're being censored. We're so being, we're being censored on private, private, on private companies, though. Right, and just like you said, we need to break them yep, up. Exactly. Remember when AT and T was the monopoly? Yep, yep. It was the only phone company out there, mm-hmm. and they were just hacking, raising yep. up prices. Everyone had to pay yep. it, no matter what. Well, that's the same thing. Is everyone has to deal with being censored, no matter what, and that's not okay. Yep, no. Break them up. We all need tear to them apart, Amen. limb from limb. That's why we do Detroit. <laughs> that's why it's so important. Yep. grassroots like your show like our tv station you know because these are all grassroots movements these are the real people that are allowing citizens americans to have a voice and so that's why it's so important for the viewers to realize they they need to show the love give us likes and share because of the fact that without that support if all they're going to do is turn on fake news and watch fake news and complain about you know fake news then how do they expect 
for the other individuals that are actually trying to do be the solution because we are the solution. Yeah, we're having we're a wonderful conversation here about uh, uh, so conversations on your show. Yeah, and and this is a precedent that I've never really seen before. And what you're doing is important. Yeah, and it's so valuable. Yeah, long we we yep. we're gonna you know we're gonna continue to do long form edited uh podcasts so people uh, if candidates come in they have hours to pack unpack their views answer tough questions we're not gonna we're not gonna treat them like crap we're not gonna say oh so you're a socialist we're gonna say why do you feel that way okay so do you think what about this do you think this would negatively affect us and let them let them let them let the voters hear them out because okay you're saying about you're talking about actually interviewing socialists no, no, I, I have a Democrat. I have a friend who I just interviewed as a Democrat that was on here. He's a he's a reasonable Democrat. Londa was here. Uh, he, Londa can admit that he's a, he's reasonable. Okay, because I, I will never, I will never, ever, 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 ever. My wife grew up in USSR. She, uh, United, United, yeah. she grew up in Moscow. She watched the tank stage during the coup d'état. Right. I, will, I will never, ever, ever, never, ever, <clears throat> ever, ever. Marie, what were you saying? Believe universal no, health care or socialism. Saying, um, because you just mentioned that you But a moderate Democrat, okay. Uh, a JFK Democrat, okay. On your show, yep. discussing their platform. See, I think it is important to have those lines of communication yep. open. And he's an Oakland County and clerk, too, so he wasn't super proud of so. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I couldn't hear what you were saying. Oh, I just mentioned he's, he's running for Oakland County clerk, so it's not a huge partisan position. You know, it's a it's a local government position, right? And you know, it's important to have. You know, there are good people that that believe what they believe. You know, and and it's important to know to hear them out. Um, that doesn't mean that once they start going leftist and completely socialized, you know, when they're talking about open borders and when they're talking about. Um, you know, shutting everything down, small businesses down, higher taxes, bigger government, yep. and, and basically doing away with the Second Amendment yep. rights and, and freedom and, and the freedoms that this country was founded on. Um, that's where we have to allow for truth to be heard, for truth to be known, so that people are not misled with the fake narratives. Yep. But actually, I mean, that's exactly what Democrats today stand for. So as far as I'm concerned, we don't need to hear about their platform. We already see it. We've lived it for the past 30 and 40 years. We need to get back to America's foundational roots of faith, family, our flag, and freedom. Nuclear family relationships. Well, see, I don't think it's a Democratic platform or a Republican platform. To be honest with you, I don't even think this platform is the solution right now. Um, you know, it seems to me that, like you just noted, we need to get back to the basics. You know, God, family, yep. the Judeo-Christian values that are found in the, that is the foundation of this great nation. So I, right. I think sometimes there's even a fallacy in believing that it's any one, you know, party that's the cure-all. I totally agree. I mean, I, I'm actually not a, I'm what they call in California a non-party voter. So I totally agree. I don't actually think there should be parties. I don't think there should be a national party. I think that everyone should have to prove why we should vote for them based on their policies, based on their beliefs, based on what they would vote for. Uh, as soon as you say a party, you automatically dismiss them. Yeah. So I, I, I get what you're coming yep. from. I, I agree with you 100%. Yep. I agree with you wholeheartedly on that because it is the policy. 
policy that people vote for. It is their values. We all vote our values. Right. You know, so at the very core of each individual, what is it that we believe in? What is it that really drives us? What what truly matters to us? And at the end of the day, the values is what we vote for. And, and you're absolutely right. I think that when we start talking about you know, political parties, I mean, but, but granted, you do, you know, you are right as well, saying that a lot of what is labeled as Democrat these days, it, it's been, you know, it's basically been all socialism. Yep, you're, you're absolutely right. Tulsi Gabbard, yeah. Tulsi Gabbard was the closest to a Democrat. I, yeah. I, I like Tulsi. Yeah, I, I, I would have been happy to see her be a uh, vice president candidate or uh, mm-hmm. a nominee. I don't think she would have won because of Biden. But I like how she was a major in the National Guard. Um, you know, I've worked with her before, um, and she's uh, reasonable. Um, and she's like, much like Trump, she doesn't want us in the wars, but, uh, some of her, uh, social views, I, I disagree with a lot. Right. Right. Which makes her a Democrat. But, but her, compared to her to Kamala Harris, I, Tulsi Gabbard all day. Or, well, or Elizabeth Warren, or isn't it amazing? I'm going to touch on something else if we have a little time. Isn't it amazing that the party of the, of, of Martin Luther King, who said, I want to be judged by the content of my character and not the color of my skin, decided to pick a VP candidate based upon the color of their skin and not the content of their character. Amen. Yep. Embar- exactly. Embarrassing. Exactly. And then now they're trying to push her as an African-American, but how do you yeah. get an African-American? She's Indian. Well, well, you know, her she's- dad is from Jamaica, but he's a British Jamaican, not a, not a West African Jamaican. It's embarrassing. And her mother is an Indian. How do you get a British Jamaican and an Indian mother, a British Jamaican father and an Indian mother. How do you? How does that make an African American? There's a post on Facebook. President this Trump says, will bring um, that out. Uh, when good. when she went ran for senator, and then it says like, uh, it, there's, did you see it? It's like a meme. It says the first Indian, um, first Indian, Indian senator. senator. Yeah. I posted that, <laughs> <laughs> and that's actually how I got banned. I'm I'm currently banned, 30 day banned on Facebook because I posted her birth certificate, which says that her mother was Caucasian on the birth certificate. I got a ban. <laughs> do you need me to get you unbanned? I, I would to- love to. I might need to get your mobile IP address. Let me see if I can still have. I just see if I still have my hardware. Amen. Um, when we were getting trolls on the Denver <laughs> campaign, I didn't let Mike know, but I was I was following people. Yeah, that's the thing is they have way too much power to silence us. They wanna they don't want to hear the truth, but uh, the truth is going to come out just like you you mentioned. Well, you know, we're, our president. We're, we're building this platform, and we're gonna like like the people like us when we do these road rallies. We yes. we we are gonna shut them up. We're yes. gonna go there. We're gonna have a mic and. Do things like that. And we're going to have the Proud Boys on because, you know, as you know, they've been labeled white supremacists. We're going to have the president. And they're not. And they're just true patriots like you and I, you know. Right. Absolutely. Of course. They're yeah. not. But that's the point, you know, and I even have, you know, a shout out to my uh, my California patriots that I love and miss. And I just want to say, you know, they're, you know, sometimes people say, well, we're, it's making us this makes us look bad or this makes us look bad or this makes us look bad. And uh, my my response to that is it doesn't matter what we do. We will be called all sorts of names because yeah. they disagree with yeah. our belief system. Yeah. Well, look at what they do. Yeah. It's OK for them to do anything and everything. Everything and it's all right, but we can't. We have to be silent. We're not silent anymore. We're gonna. We're not gonna be the nope. silent majority. No, Amen. No, no we, we can't we'll be. be. Some of us will yeah. still be the silent majority, but there'll be people like me sticking up uh, a lot more. What were we gonna say, uh, Maria? I'm sorry. It reminds me what we were just talking about. It reminds me of you know how Black Lives Matters. What 
the Soros movement is trying to do because they've hijacked the concept. Mm -hmm. yep. Soros behind it. Do you want to tell the story about that? that? So you have innocent individuals, you know, that want to promote Black Lives Matter. I understand their concept. I understand their plight. I understand and value them as individuals. You know, however, that entire concept has been hijacked. Yep. And you can tell that there's something behind it. And it's been hijacked by pre-progressive white people. Black people. They're destroying yeah. black people's, you know, yeah. neighborhoods and communities, yeah. their businesses. Yeah. And then you have, uh, we, I, I noticed there was one group of individuals um, that were wanting to say black unborn babies matter, black, uh, you know, unborn lives matter. And uh, they had chalked, they wrote that in chalk. I think it was in front of Planned Parenthood, and they were actually um, taken to jail. See, that's not right. They're I mean, that's so insane. There's a, there's a discrepancy. There's a discrepancy. There's rules that apply only yeah. to those that are, you know. The Democrats the get the benefit of the doubt 100% of the time, and the Republicans are the ones that get these crappy jail sentences. Thank, you know, I was just thank God Trump has the keys to the castle because he 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 released Stone, he released Flynn. Yeah, Flynn is a uh, Flynn. When I worked with Flynn in counterintelligence, he was a titan uh, amongst men, uh, a guy of great character. And when he went down, there was a bunch of pictures of Flynn. Everybody said all those people might be going down, but General Flynn will not go down. He'll be exonerated. And it took years. So the Re Proud Boys they had an event in Kalamazoo. Yeah, tell them that. And they um, were just doing a march against Antifa. Might be going down. What? No, that was. Oh, sorry, my phone. Who is your personal I'm sorry. There was like a, a different. It sounded like another system came in in ours. Anyways, yeah, Black Lives Matter, and um, they were protesting Black Lives Matter and Antifa, and you know they. We went there Lon and wait, Lon who was your person personal security? This man right here. I just wanted to throw that out there. And and about a hundred and twenty other men. Yes, yes. We're always asking <laughs> I was the I only was. female there. So wow. you're the, there's only two of you. They have me they have my back wherever I go and he has my back and you and know they had my back because I was with Londa. That was great. Yeah, and we had people following us with bats and they um they hit one of the uh, Proud Boys um, with a bat in the back. He didn't even see it coming. And they were cold. throwing huge rocks and frozen water bottles and hitting our guys. And one one of the Proud Guys, I'm not one of our guys, one of the Proud Boys, and one of the Proud Boys got clawed all up down the side of his face. And and I, I told him on the side. I, the, I, the little black guy? Uh, no, 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 not, not okay. him. So he, I told him, I said, you know, if anybody asked you what happened, because his face was so clawed up, I said, tell me you had a really good time last night. Yeah, <laughs> Trying to make him like a big laugh out of it. You know of, what I'm saying? It, it was so funny. You so, should have said, hey, you should see another guy, or you should say, hey, you should see what my wife looks like. Yeah. So anyway, so we uh, they marched over to the park area, and we got there just shortly after that. So we missed this uh big conflict that happened oh, yeah. we we didn't want to walk um uh, separately because Londa was wearing full american gear i didn't i wasn't armed so if thir if 20 people came after us there's no way i could have protected I, I mean i would have had to tell Londa to run and i would have had to take an ass beating 
Yeah, so we we met up with them at the park, and after the after the bear maze and all the blood happened. Yeah, they walked past the the group of Antifa. Oh, listen to this. This is what's really crazy. There was a preacher having a counter protest. It hosted this, and he he was the violent one. He was shouting stuff on a megahorn. Mm-hmm. Here's somebody who's supposed to be a man of God, and you're sitting there promoting this, and he's telling them, "Oh, the cops are coming," and he's saying different stuff. There's live video of it, you know. Yeah, they, they so if they would have stayed in, inside Acadia Park and allowed the Proud Boys to do their march and make a right turn, nothing would have happened. But as soon right. as they came up, about 200 people from the from uh, Antifa came out ready to go. Right, because they believe that lie, the narrative of their white supremacists. So they're, uh, they're the, these are people that they're, are the they're biggest. They're aiming their AR 13s at traffic. Bullies. Random people. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. So the biggest bullies, they're, they, they try and threaten they're not and bullies. intimidate. They're just soft people. Well, right. They're, but they're, no, they they're, are bullies. They're, they're, they're not bullies. Yeah. They're well, soft people that have to congregate in groups of 300. Or just no, uh, totally. are, pay, are paid protesters. They're, cowards. they're total cowards. cowards. Perfect. Cowards. They're total bully cowards. Okay? They, they have they, to be fully masked they, up. They have a helmet. With me, I'm a well, professional you know, boxer. I would have laid them out. The, the thing about the mask, though, why are they fully covered, mask wise? Some of those individuals are not even from those locations. That yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, yep. and the best part is, is that uh, when they asked the Kalamazoo, didn't you have a plan for this? The Kalamazoo, yeah, plan. Uh, Kalamazoo police said, yeah, our plan was to let you get your ass beat because you wanted to fund our police department. Yeah, good. Actually, that would be great. I mean, they they didn't let anything bad happen, you know right. what I mean? But right. They let us get out, but uh, we. Uh, are... Yeah. Well, rocks, uh, cars, our cars were getting hit with rocks. Yeah. They were doing it right in front of the police. Yep. And, then, uh, and yeah, the police were cool. standing there. And then, yeah, they were standing then, down, then which the is Antifa, totally uncool. Police and Antifa got into it. You know, yeah. You know what I mean? But that's what I'm saying. See, there these are anarchists. These are not. These are not people that are actually for any political, no. you know, beef. Oh, they not. are truly wanting to overrun how America was foundationalized yep. and how America runs. And it doesn't matter. They will make any excuse up, which is their false narrative. These are, oh, these are... In, I'm these oppressed. Are, I'm this. Yeah, I'm oppressed, but they're also saying these are white supremacists. And we get it in California all the time. They get these flyers out. The KKK, white supremacists. And these are total patriot Americans that are standing up for our country and our flag. And they put all these total hateful things out, totally try and label... A, a patriotic Americans, yeah. and then of course the hateful crowd, the hate circus it's, comes out. Spot on. When I when we spent the day with the Proud Boys, I did not hear one single racial slur, not one single racial word, racial word. Um, I saw a lot of black Proud Boys. I call, saw a couple of Mexican. They all got along. They're all buying beers. They all were singing their songs. And um, what, what else am I going to say? They even have a gay. Uh, they, have, they have a gay, someone who's gay, uh, not, Latino. Gay I mean, they're not racist at all. And, no, and it doesn't the, matter. The, the only thing they, yeah, I agree. You know, it doesn't matter. The, they're going to name them and label them the anyway. The only True. thing they hate is Antifa and commies, communists. Right, right. That's it. Well, they're called Western chauvinists. <laughs> Okay. Well, that's their that's their you know that's their joke because because you know uh, Antifa and them want to take down the the Western right pl- you know but that's right. You know. So when everybody goes to uh, Washington D.C., the place they hang out for Patriots is uh, Harry's. Antifa knows they're we're there, but you know what? We better start making we some money. We will so be strong there. because everybody that hangs out there. There's only ple- three places in Washington that they say that. Patriots can um, hang out at, and Harry's is one of them. 
We yeah. love that place, uh, don't we? We do. We do love <laughs> that are, place. Are we allowed to take, uh, are we allowed to take weapons? It's like Antifa and such. I think we need to wake up because as Americans, we need to realize that it might not be just Antifa. We're thinking ISIS. I'll be right back. We have somebody coming in. Okay. Uh, I'll show you some. Can you see me? Oh, no worries. Yeah. So here, here's here's what my uh, I, I was seeing, I was talking to I think I showed you this yesterday about the two anti-establishment rings forming, the left anti-establishment ring and the right. So we're used to learning about the political perspective like this with the left and the right. So like this, right? But when you get the right wingers, the KKK and the left wingers like Antifa, and they link up again, then they go against the establishment. That's a very serious thing. And I learned that from a Russian, Russian professor because that's what happened in Russia. But there's really, in my opinion, again, and I, and I speak about this a lot, that the left has been very successful at yes. labeling us the right. We're not the right. Everything that we as patriotic Americans stand for is exactly what America is. Well, we stand for faith. We stand for family. We stand for our flag. We stand for freedom. Everything that we are fighting for is what America stands for. Absolutely. So, so they have successfully tried to call us the right and they're the left. No, they're the left. They're fringe and they're lunatics. Mm -hmm. They're socialists. Yep. They're communists. They're fascists. Mm -hmm. They're Marxists. Marcus, yep. This is what's happening today. The Democratic Party left my family a long time ago. And then when they call us fascists, we, they don't realize that we've already put the KKK fascists and everybody in a boat. We don't even allow them in our conversations. Well, the, the Democrats started that. That's a whole nother uh, issue. I, I can go into that. But but what I was getting at, oh, damn it, where, where was it going with that? Um, I forgot it was something. But it was so a, finish what you're saying. Go ahead. So the point is, is that the the majority of Americans are Americans that love America. Yeah. So you've got the people on the left that are just crazy. And they're literally, like I just said, they're going all off mm -hmm. into this socialist, communist you know, element. And then you have the other side that are fighting, that are on yeah. the front lines. Those are not right wings. No. Those are American. Yes. Those are people that love this yes. country. Yes. Those are people that are involved. They're called frontline activists. Yeah. And those, along with that middle portion of people that just love America that aren't involved, are all together. Mm -hmm. So we outnumber them. That's a silent majority. Of, um, Absolutely. Yeah. They're the majority of Americans. We just need to make sure we get out there and talk to them. And, but, and, yeah. and without, without yes. insulting them. You know, hey, okay, maybe I'm a Democrat. Okay, you're a Democrat. That's great. I'm, I'm glad you're voting for a Democrat. I'm a Republican. Obviously, do you mind if I ask you why you're a Democrat? If they have a good reason, say, you know, that's a good reason. You might be an, you might be a corn farmer in Iowa. Well, I, you know, all I have to say is more Americans need to stand up and get off their couch and get involved because we need to be the loud majority instead of the silent majority because. Be, this is why Antifa and Black Lives Matter are getting away with this because people aren't bucking up. They're not standing up. I mean, we got the Proud Boy group, but what other groups? I was thinking about developing a ladies' group, women's female group for this. <laughs> I, I put it on Facebook and I had a lot of really good responses. The guys wanted to join my group. <laughs> I, bet, I bet they did. Is something happening in downtown Detroit? I swear. I'm so I'm so glad that you're mentioning that people need to get involved because you're absolutely right. People need to wake up. They need to realize that it shouldn't just be the silent majority, which I believe the silent majority is silent no more. However, they are doing wonderful things with, you know, the, the boats and the sign waving and all that. But 
elections are won by voting. So they need to look at their deadline, their voter registration deadlines. They need to help people get registered. If they're not registered, they need to register. If they need to find out what precinct they're needing to go to to vote, they need to, you know, obtain a new voter registration card. If they need help with that, any one of us can facilitate because here at the True Channel, we are registering people to vote. We're helping with that cause. And people need to be aware that they should also call their um, supervisor of elections office and get involved. They should call the county their supervisor clerk, right? Of elections office and see if they can work their precinct for you know during elections. I was just going to mention that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the people. They, I, I actually do that on the side. I do voter registration. So oh, that's, I can help facilitate God. that for you all in your region. If I, if I, could, if I could quit my job, yeah, and get you know what? Stuff, I'd be so happy to do it. Oh yeah. Um, you know, the thing is, is people don't realize, you know, to get the training, you've got to sign up and, you know, these dates may be, you know, two weeks apart or whatever. We don't know how often they're offering the training, but I post up about that all the time because, you know, to me, that's so important, especially in the swampy areas like Wayne County, Detroit, Flint, Saginaw. And I'm trying to get some bikers so they can be more intimidating so that maybe, you know, they might think twice before they try to do voter fraud, you know. I can live with right? voter fraud in Detroit because John James lost by 96% of the vote and no one's going to. But I can't live with voter fraud in rural area. No, I'm not a big fan of voter fraud, period. I'm for free and fair elections, but I know in Detroit and Flint and Saginaw, there's going to be voter fraud. Right. And I know in the Upper Peninsula, where I go fishing and we go to any town USA. Yeah. Well, there's going to be voter fraud everywhere there's, in there's, a lot of areas. Be, there's going to be minimal. You know? like, like, like when I predicted Trump was going to win an election early September of 2016, when I saw Hillary for Clinton, for Hillary for prison signs, and then every house had. Trump Pence signs, even though the houses were like two acres big. I was like, Trump won. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm seeing, you know, today is. Uh, I'm seeing Biden, the, Haley Stevens, Oliver all Birmingham. Way. You're seeing who? In, in, in our richest city in Ogden County, all I see is Biden and Haley Stevens. Oh, wow. No, I haven't seen. I've seen 15 to 1 Trump. You're, 15 to fifteen signs are, to are 1 you, Biden. Are you out in Livingston County? Well, I've driven, you know, across. Where, where you she's from California. She's driven across the United States. So she's from, just telling you what oh, she's okay, been so, seeing. So you're going over the flyover states that are going to vote for Trump anyway. Well, I've driven. No, I've driven through 11 states. 11 states. See, because and I, I and I leave for D.C. Eleven states, Maria. So Michigan, Michigan, <laughs> the only the last time Michigan voted for Republican was Reagan, before I was born. You mean after Trump? Because they voted for Trump well, in two thousand sixteen. He voted for Trump in two thousand sixteen. You got to stay on the mic. He won, he won by two percent of the vote. Right. So when I came down and I saw the Trump signs and know that I was like, Michigan's going to fall. I didn't think it was going to be by two percent. But if Michigan fell, then I knew Ohio was going to fall. Then I knew Wisconsin was going to fall, and it was over. And people started calling me racist and all sorts of things. So so do you have, like, another topic or something that you would like to yeah. kind of touch on? Well, I would love to uh, just let all your listeners know about uh, 
Kamala Harris. Okay, so she is the new she's the VP pick. Okay, first of all, she did absolutely dismal in the primaries. Uh, She is not likable. People do not like her. Her claim to fame is and the reason she got even into politics is we had a mayor named Willie Brown. You can look it up. Exactly. And (laughs) she basically, uh, you know, had an affair with a married man named Willie Brown. And right after she had this affair with Willie Brown, she got very popular in politics. And uh, she has not really, she, when she was a uh, attorney general, I believe uh, was her position. Yeah, she was top cop. Yes, she was the top cop. And she prosecuted more Blacks, yes, more black people. She just basically everything that she's done has been, you know, to to persecute basically the minority populations. Mm -hmm. So for her to do this complete flip flop, she's not uh, she's not African American for one thing. So um, he has basically uh, picked. She was the person I wanted president president or um, Biden rather to pick because she is so beatable. Yes. yes. She's so beatable. I'm so happy he picked she, her. Exactly. She's a joke. And she is one uh, of my senators. She's done nothing. I was, wow. Zero. I, I was scared he, she was going to pick Tulsi Gabbard. I got a question. I've been hearing a lot of chatter on social media sites about her dad does not like her, doesn't have anything to do with her. He does uh, talks about her. What are some of the stuff that he says? Because I haven't saw it personally. Well, he stays out of it. He was horrified when she went on national TV during the primary debates. And when she was asked whether or not she smoked pot, she said, well, (laughs) I'm from Jamaica. Like, in other words, of course I do. And so her dad. Didn't she say she smoked pot in college? But then the fact of the matter is she graduated college like 30, like 10 years later. Uh, that was actually regarding uh, something else. Yeah, I, I can't keep up with. Uh, yeah, I, so I, I, yeah. I tried to keep up with Michigan, uh, and I got so sick of watching like California. Yeah, no, she's she's a joke, and nobody you know likes. She's never in California. She's only in Washington. So what were you going to say about her dad? Yeah. So her dad basically has very much distanced himself. He he was horrified and he doesn't make any comments, you know, regarding her. I've read extensively about this and there again, because the media is in bed with the Democrats and the socialists and the Especially Washington Post and New York Times. Don't, don't, don't ever watch them. Yeah, exactly. Don't, don't ever read them. They, they're, they're the ones that uh, Schiff will leak to. Yes. And uh, if they need a leak, they'll go to Washington Post or New York Times. So I think the best, yeah, exactly. The best that uh, he will do is basically just not say anything. Yeah. He's and she, if you'll notice, she'll only talk about her mom. Ah, so Joe, her dad is very unhappy with her. Joe, oh yeah, Joe Biden's not going. <laughs> if Joe Biden wins, he's not going to make it four years, and Kamala Harris is going to be our president. Well, that's not going to happen I, because President Trump will win by a landslide. I, I agree. Historical you. landslide. Uh, historical landslide. I, I got I to admit, I, I, I agree with that. Because You're talking like a Democrat again. No. I, we need to talk. No, no, no. <laughs> you got to understand, I, I, the reason I'm good at elections is because I can think like a Democrat and I can think like a Republican. That's probably because you are a Democrat. 
Well, I voted. <laughs> I voted for. I voted for John Kerry. What? I voted for Barack Obama once. I I abstained. See, I told you, you're a Democrat. I voted for Barack Obama instead of, instead of John McCain because when Sarah McCain came and or Sarah Palin came and stayed, which was like woo, I just couldn't vote for her because she had no foreign policy experience, and I was big into foreign policy over overseas at the time. So, do you regret voting for Obama? Yes. I didn't vote for him the second time either. Well, I actually, I love those kind of people because – are you a Trump supporter? Uh, I'm 100 percent Trump supporter. OK. Yeah, so is. what was the transition? That's always interesting uh, to me. It wasn't much of a transition. Um, what it was is that um, the Democratic Party railroaded Bernie Sanders during the primary and for free and fair elections. I'm a constitutionalist. Um, I'm unapologetic. I'm, I'm unapologetically American. So when I saw them cheat it, cheat Bernie Sanders, I got pissed. Were you a Bernie Sanders no, supporter? No, not okay. at all. Not at all. I was Just for, on principle. I, I was voting for Trump automatically. Got it. Okay. Um, and then I saw, uh, I have friends in the military. I saw uh, Hillary Clinton's smug look when she had to go in front of the Benghazi hearing and she was like this. And then I saw Trump get Marines in, to the U.S. Embassy within an hour. Yes. And that those three things along with General Mattis, made me vote for Trump. And then I told Mike Detmer the other day. Mad Dog um, Mattis. I said Trump. My nephew met him. I said Trump has exceeded every expectation I could ever had for him. That's amazing. With one with that. one thing, when uh, uh, Iran shot their ballistic missiles because they have ICBMs, they could have shot him up a camel's butt. From They could have shot him up one of our military members' butt. We should have had an absolute over-response. And re- remove the regime because the people in Iran love us. Yeah, but, I think. But it's politics, so it's hard because then you got to deal with Russia. And But I think Trump's doing a great job. Now we just need to fix the $23 trillion budget. I mean, we're running a 0.6 negative budget each year, and, and we got to fix that. Well, that's getting the Democrats out, and that's winning the House and, yeah, and stuff, boostering yeah. up the Senate. Yes, amen. Uh, Maria's back, and we got about another five minutes. All, All right. right. Cool. Hey, Maria. So, Maria, tell us a little bit. Uh, tell, tell us a little bit more about what you do. Oh, go ahead. And stay on your microphone. Sorry, I just, I just want to know a little bit more. You ask her then. Oh, I was just trying to help you. So, mic. so tell me a little bit about what uh, a little bit more about what uh, what your program does. Well, what we're doing is we we have a varied venue, huh? um, and and like you, we're getting di- the different stories across the nation huh? and globally around. We have stories of Venezuela connections in different regions throughout the world, throughout the nation, throughout the states, and it's basically just to make sure that the truth is known, that the true news goes out from from both sides. Um, you know, whoever has the news within the region and they want it to be heard. Uh, they contact us and we go ahead and share it. And it's not anything like a fake narrative. It's not something we're trying to, you know, fabricate. No, it's in the raw as is. Uh, and let and the people decide. That, like I mentioned before, we do voter registration uh, here at the station uh, because we believe in being proactive. We don't want to just be uh, you know, sitting at home and being a part of a show or part of a channel and promote others, we actually want to make sure that people get an opportunity to vote their values during the election. So we try to equip people so that they know their deadlines. And they also, uh, we can also uh, help, as I said before, uh, do by helping do Zoom 
voter registration drives. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're we're not just um, regional; we're you know nationwide with that as well. So no. if you or anybody listening needs assistance with that, by all means, free. Feel free to contact us here. No, how do you how do you how do you get your um, uh, funding? Do you do donations? Uh, to, to funding, um, it's it's all grassroots mm-hmm. as well as um, donations, either donors or investors, and grassroots. So obviously, like I mentioned before, doing what you're doing right now, um, doing what we're doing right now, it's all for the most part. A lot of it has been out of pocket. A lot of it has mm. been donors um, that that see the need for, you know, proper documentation. That see the need for the news to be news for, as opposed to a political stunt, as opposed to, uh, yeah. you know, the what we're seeing in in today's you know, TV sh- channels. Gotcha. Well, you know, uh, I, I know London, London and I have have talked about meeting up with other people, like like-minded people in the state of Michigan. For us, um, maybe one day we could meet up in Florida and 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 or or other places, or do a Zoom meeting and see how we can can uh, can uh, can, why, why collaborate. Collaborate. That's what I'm looking for <laughs> I'm, I'm <so laughs> on a national level. You know what I mean? Yes. yes. Oh, and I just. Because you have to remember, these bigger entities have been around for such a big time, yep. for and, such a long time. And after 2021, the the new district is going to be gerrymandered. So each, you know, Michigan's going to probably lose two electoral colleges. Texas is going to get more. Things are going to change, and we need to make sure that we're on top of that. I just want to get something out real quick before we end, because we're coming to a close. Um, my, I have a friend, Tommy. Um, Mind, I'm single. I'm sorry. Pardon me. I said I'm single. I can't marry you. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. There is a national um, alert system coming out for patriots. It's like basically a call to arms, like, you know, hey, we need you in this area. And they're building this app. So it's going to be just like Amber Alert. Isn't that awesome? Is that the one I sent to you? No, it's my girlfriend. Um, she's part of an organization, and they are can I, can they're I, developing that right now. And uh, I'm sorry, what? Can I pitch this, can I pitch this app, too, as well, so we have two apps? Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, we can talk go, about go, that offline. Go ahead and finish that because this is mine's American contingency from a Delta Force operator and CIA operator. Okay. So, uh, do you want to well, say something? Well, what about your app? Tell tell, yeah, tell us tell more. us about yours first, and then I'll tell you about mine because I sent you the 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 video already. So, when is it going to be out? I don't have a date for that yet. Okay, and what's it going to do? What it does, it sends out like a, a, a I'm going to call it a Patriot alert. Okay. It's an Amber Alert, and okay. it's just—it's like a call to action. Hey, this is going on here, this area. We need patriots to show up because yes. that's because yes. the Democrats. I will give that's them some perfect. credit about one thing: they're very organized and they do stuff a lot more. And why we sit home on our couch and stay in our so-called safe place, which isn't a safe place, right? Right. right. And, and they cheat. They cheat. Don't forget, they cheat. And oh yeah. Yeah, and they also have the unions. You have to remember these are forced unions nationwide on so many of our industries. You know, teachers, uh, our factory workers. You know, etc. etc. Yes. They pressure yes. You to, to donate yes. Money. And they have all those lists. All those union leaders have all those lists of people. Okay, I want to thank you for coming on. Oh, thank, thank you. you. And thank you. Um, Marie, Marie, thank you, Maria. Thank you so much for coming. 
And I look forward to meeting you in person. I'm sure uh, BJ is looking forward to meeting you too. Do you have a Do you have a Facebook account? Yes, you can find me under Maria Todd. Okay, Facebook under Maria, Maria Todd, and we'll all try to link up together on Facebook. Absolutely. Okay, great. Okay, you could close it out oh, for I us. Just, yeah, I wanted to also give Genevieve Peters, for those that want to Facebook friend me, uh, we have also Family America Project and Family America Michigan. So I'd love people to uh, to join us there. And you guys, she has um, some of her videos are over 100,000 plus views. About I mean, 15 million. 50 million. Okay, 50 million. You no, see 15. that? Oh, 15 million. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I have this headset on. Yeah, I, 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 she's phenomenal. Love you guys. Yeah. Thanks for chiming in, and uh, we'll see you next time on Detroit Uncensored. All Have right. a great day. Awesome. Bye, Maria. Bye, Maria. Bye. I'm privileged to be here with you all. You too.